Welcome to Life, It's a Big Faith Journey. I am your host, Diana Hudgens, and I am so glad that you are here. This is the introduction episode to this podcast and its blog. My personal testimony in this life is faith. Life, it's always twisting and turning and can be unpredictable at times. So we have to keep believing in order to keep moving forward and to keep achieving. I will be sharing stories and life lessons along this journey that we call life. And it is my desire to encourage you in yours. I will be sharing why that I feel called to ask you to come and spend some of your time listening to me. I am a person of simple words, and I use plenty of them. Regardless of your age, I am speaking directly to you. My message speaks from my heart to yours. For most of my life, I have felt greatly loved by my family and my friends, people who inspired me and empowered me with those positive words spoken over me and to me. I have found their words to be vital to the successes and the happiness in my life. They saw things in me that sometimes I just couldn't see for myself. Other times, I just needed to get another person's perspective. Most times, it's just good to hear someone else say those powerful words to you, isn't it? I am here to remind you of your potential in this life. I am here to remind you of what you probably already know, but you need to hear it from someone. I know how important it is because I have struggled in life and people were not always good to me and they've not always spoke kind to me and life, it just isn't fair. In fact, I too battle the thoughts in my mind and I've doubted myself plenty of times and I continue this fight. I discovered the vast difference between thoughts and words of empowerment and words of defeat, and I have overcome much of this, and I believe that the use of words and thoughts and how they've affected my life are part of my great calling by God. I am to share these experiences and these lessons learned to help encourage and inspire you for yourself and for you to do the same as you speak to other people. Our world has no room for bullies. I believe we have a difficult enough time not listening to the doubts in our own minds, let alone have others trying to bring us down. I do believe that we do have more good people in our world than not. But at a time our world seems to have forgotten the art of being kind, of being supportive to our fellow man, and how to truly be a friend. Children especially need to know these things. They need to know these things. They are our future. Bullies, they're not cute, and they're not nice, and their ugly words are full of destruction of life. There is nothing good about being a bully, and they do come in all shapes, sizes, colors, and ages. The purpose of this podcast is to help you 
put more encouraging words into your vocabulary and inspiring thoughts into your mindset and faith into your belief system. Faith not only in God, but into yourself. I wish to share with you the importance of surrounding yourself with good and influential people and involve yourself in certain aspects and environments to help you keep your joy in your life and be that positive influence to others all around you. My intention in the episodes of this podcast is to share with you life, stories, struggles, battles, and wins to help encourage you to keep moving past those things that want to keep you from becoming all that you can and wish to be. If I can do it, I not only believe, but I know that you can too. Yes, no matter what anyone else says about you, no matter what you say to yourself, you've got what it takes to live that fulfilling life that you've wanted. You are more than a conqueror. You can and you will overcome anything that attempts to keep you from getting there. Sometimes the story changes, sometimes the path gets a little rough, or it turns another direction, but that doesn't change who you were meant to be. You are still you. I have known God all of my life. When my life started falling apart, I cried out to Him, and through faith and believing in Him, He saved mine, and I live for Him. And every time I've had to practice that really big faith, God has never failed me. And to further introduce myself, I am a wife who is absolutely crazy in love with my husband. I am a proud mama, and I am a grandmother to half a dozen beautiful grandsons. Here in Texas, I would be considered the owner of a six-man football team. This past year, it's really taken a toll on my boys, and as it has most of us. But these guys, they're just kids. I decided with the time that I get to spend with them this summer that their Nana is going to plan some different kinds of things to do with them. I believe what my little army of God needs is to go to Nan camp. Oh, I savor the uniqueness in my life. I got married very young, and yet I'm someone who started college in my mid-30s, and I had a blast. I took on the role of investing myself in the atmosphere of college, from being nominated homecoming queen, to editor of the college newspaper, to president of the Honor Society. It's important to note here for a couple of reasons that I earned a master's degree. I am probably one of few that actually admitted to loving college studies, and because I continued my education further than I believed that I would, I began referring to myself as a professional student, because after all, my husband, he kept reminding me that I was to treat my studies as my job, so that's what I did, and I learned how to do it well. I found myself really thriving and as hard as it could be at times. I found myself achieving again and again. 
but not without plenty of tears and late nights and early mornings and plenty of sighs of relief. Each semester that went by, I had another to conquer and to look forward to reaching yet another goal. As I realized how much that I had grown in my confidence within myself, I began to refer to the funding of my education as my therapy bill. My experience as a college student revealed a whole lot to me about myself and about my future. I didn't care much for school up to this point. I didn't think that I would ever go to college. It wasn't in my plans or in my thoughts for I had not really known that many people at this point who had really went to college. This is why, for me, earning a master's degree is still really surprising to me. In fact, I was the first in my family to graduate college, and let alone did I ever think that I would earn three college degrees. And to think, it all began with an interior design course given on a 6.30 TV program by the local college. I watched it, and then I mailed in my assignments, and I went to the college campus to take the actual final exam and submitted my final project. Several people had shared with me that this was an area of a career that I should consider. So I took the class, and I said, if I get an A, then I'll pursue it. I finished with a B plus. And years later, this three-credit course, it helped me to easily get into a degree program for other areas I've been more deeply interested in my life. While taking just one course, I don't think I was quite ready at the time to pursue more. I was too busy trying to establish a life at the time. You see, I married my husband a week after my sophomore year in high school, and I graduated my junior year. Before college, before actual college, I was married, and I had three babies. I owned a successful preschool business. I was working with children and parents and employees. And my little family and I, we had moved 800 miles to a place that I'd never known before. I've never seen before. I did not know a soul. After 16 years of this, we decided to do the same thing and learn to embrace our new community once again. We now have been in our current home for another 16 years. They say that oftentimes your biggest struggles in life are also your greatest potential and strengths within you. For me, some of my toughest struggles have been the feelings of loneliness and the lack of confidence and with not having enough faith at times to see me through. But at the same time, I know big faith, but I am still learning to persevere and I have conquered giants because we cannot simply speak the words for them to come to life. We must also act on them. In Hebrews 11.4, the word tells us that faith without actions is dead. Faith without actions is dead. This means not only do we have to believe it will happen by thinking it, believing it, and actually speaking it out loud, we must show it by our actions. 
a good family movie to watch when you want to know more about building your faith, it's Flywheel. I find myself watching it when I want to build on my faith, when I want to encourage my faith. This is one of those low-budget movies back in the first days of the brothers Alex and Stephen Kendrick's movie-making days. This storyline, it's great, however. I love this movie because it takes big faith, and it's inspiring to see just how God's hand is moved in this man's life because he decided not only to believe, but to act on it. Our words and our thoughts They must be chosen. Which words will you choose? The positive words of life or the negative words of death? You see, these negative words, they steal, they kill, and they destroy. What is life? It isn't just breathing. It's living, enjoying, feeling satisfied, accomplishing, working towards something. Something better. So the power of your life is in your words. So speak them well and give them life by speaking them well to others. Be a life giver by being an encourager. Care about others. It could save a life or two or three and so on and so on. Love them like Jesus does. The world needs us to be part of someone else's success by encouraging that person along their path. You may be exactly what they need. Your smile, your words, they may be that little nudge that person needs to finally have the courage to press on to that finish line. Did you know that your smile can turn someone else's day completely around? People hide what's going on in their lives for the most part. They usually do so just because they don't want to keep their personal business out in the open. They want to keep it private. But they also do not want to feel judged by anyone. So sometimes they are really good at hiding it, while other times they are not. So it's a good trait in our character to be kind to people, to give some of our light to them. You have heard the saying that you never know what someone else may be going through, so if anything, be kind. Jesus says, we are the light unto the world, unto the darkness. We should constantly be replenishing our light because of our relationship with God. If you do not have a relationship with God, I will be sharing my relationship, my light, with you. As a personal trainer would teach you and train you, you too can condition yourself to be all that you can be. At first, we begin to think of where we are in our conditioning at the moment, but soon we will begin to envision our future as we progress each day. And granted, it will not be easy and we will want to give in several times. But the key does not lie with what I am not at this time, but with what I am becoming. I do not need to worry about what I should be, but I should place my focus on what God says that I am. 
what God says I am, listen. It's like a parent will do. Our Heavenly Father God brags about us. He believes in our abilities, and He thinks the world of us. He loves us more than anyone could, and He does so unconditionally. He says such things of me as, You are beautiful. You are able to do all things through me. You are smart. You've got this. There are so many affirmations that we can say over ourselves and others that God thinks of us. And we are what he says we are. I promise you, I will be sharing them with you. I am speaking directly to you. Yes, you. I challenge you, get out of your comfort zone. As for me, it is within me that I want to do something so big that it's destined to fail without the Lord. Something so big, it's got to take a miracle to do. I want to be like Peter, who walked on the water. I hear God saying, Diana, get out of the boat. For me, my faith is all or nothing. By believing, I have nothing to lose, so I'm all in. Proverbs 18.21, it tells us that the tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. Let me ask you, which words will you choose? The positive words of life or the negative words of death? Those negative words that steal, kill, and destroy life? Huh, the power of your life is in your words. So speak them well and give life by speaking them well of others too. Be an encourager. Decide. Decide to be an encourager. Not only to others, but to yourself. It begins with you. You must encourage yourself. By being those things to others, it starts first in you. Encourage yourself by your words and your thoughts. Please, listen to me. We must not be afraid to speak up when it matters, when it means saving and changing lives, even our own. We must speak boldly and sometimes bluntly if we want to make a difference in this world. And when evangelist Eva Dooley touched my lips and she prophesied over me saying, You have been silent, but you will be silent no more. That's exactly what God meant for my life. Eva said that I would speak to thousands. I am silent no more. Praise God. I am honored that you've spent this time with me. You will always be able to find me at dianahudgens.com. Please join me on other social media platforms. Contact me. I would love to hear from you. Come and share with me. Tell me about your story, your struggles, and your journey. And together, we can help encourage and build a better world. Thank you for being here. And I'm excited to begin this journey with you. Until next time.